Welcome to the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. We discuss five questions in about 10 minutes because leaders know how to be concise. And I am very excited to have our guest today. This is Annie Davis. She is the CMO of Legends Boxing. Annie, thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. What would you like the people to know about you and Legends Boxing? Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm excited. Um, it's so funny because I did not expect to be in this role. Um, actually, when they talked to me about it and with Legends, I think the words I said were, oh, well, I hate marketing. I do websites, but not marketing. Just because I was kind of picturing doing like creating the ads and doing all the content and all that, which I still am horrible at. So luckily, we have a really good team here that works on that. Um, and I just kind of get to oversee all the strategy and all that, which is really fun. Turns out I don't hate it. I love it. Um <laughs> Yeah, but so with Legends, we've been growing so fast. So we started here in Lehigh, Utah. That's where I'm right now at our headquarters. Um, and we have just grown. It's a franchise chain. So we have locations all the way from here in Utah to uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. We're opening a couple. There's one in Rochester that's uh, Michigan opening soon and St. George and then another one in Texas. So yeah, I think by the end of next year, we should be at 20 locations. And then we're that goal is to be at about 100 within a few years from now. So it's been awesome. Yeah, it's basically a gym that's it's a mix of real USA boxing mixed with uh, conditioning and cardio, but meant for anybody. So you don't need to want to fight people in order to join. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. Good for you. And congratulations on the success you folks are experiencing all over the country. That's great. Good for yeah, you. Thank you. Well, let's jump to our questions for today. First question, share with the audience an experience that you've had of collaboration within a team. Yeah, so I thought a lot about this question because I was trying to figure out which one would actually be the most interesting and not too boring of a story. And also that would actually bring some meaningful lesson or something for everyone to listen to. Um, so at Legends, we have a fight night that we put on every year, um, executive fight nights where like business owners go and just get to beat each other in a boxing ring. So we give them training. That's like eight weeks of training. And then they get to put it on as a big event. And it's really fun. People love it. It's so entertaining. It's like watching a UFC fight, right? Um, it's everything that people don't want to do in a workout, but they like to watch for other people, but there are so many moving parts. And the first year I was involved with that, it was so, uh, stressful and overwhelming for me at first. And just kind of diving in and learning. We're in the middle of fight night season, learning everything, making sure it was up and going and ready. Um, so anyway, the way that we collaborated was probably to this day, one of the most impressive things I've seen as the team here, we had, um, we'd have boardroom meetings every week of up to 10 to 12 people just sitting around brainstorming the details from like chair rentals, attendance tickets, what happens if someone's name is on a wrong ticket, all the way up to training the fighters, marketing, attendance at the event. And it ended up this one last year was our fifth annual one. And we had it at FitCon and it was huge. It was by far, we oversold actually, which was my fault, wow. but <laughs> got too into it, oversold <laughs> the tickets um, like two or three weeks before tickets were supposed to be stopped for selling. So it was awesome just seeing everyone from every department, literally at headquarters here, working together and jumping in where, where is needed. So it so it really turned fun. into a well-oiled machine, it sounds like, at least to some degree. Is that right? Yeah, to some degree. So <laughs> this the I call it fight night season because that sounds uh, cooler. But yeah. then the preparation leading up to it, we joke it's kind of like fight camp. But it's uh, it will be really ramping up November 1st, December 1st this year. So we'll see how well-oiled it is compared to last year because we're always making improvements. But 
I've never been, that was something that like just the amount of, we had like five or 600 people attend plus fighters, plus coaches, plus people flying in out of state. And I had never been involved with something that challenging logistically before with that many moving parts. Um, it wasn't something where you could just, you know, chug an energy drink and stay up all night and solve it. You had to like patiently collaborate and it was, it was hard, but awesome. And so I think we all learned a lot from it. Oh, that's great. Great, uh, great experience. Thank you for sharing that. Question number two, in talking with other leaders of teams, I'm hearing that it can be a challenge to measure engagement. Tell us your thoughts. Yeah. So when you and I set up this interview for the podcast, it was kind of interesting because we had just had that talk here at Legends. Um, We, and I actually have an article on it that's on our medium.com account that I will be posting later today. So, but talked about how uh, we realized that we can measure results and we're very like data driven here at Legends. So we see the number of signups, the number of new gyms, everything. You can't measure someone's enthusiasm quite on a spreadsheet and you can't measure how well people are collaborating or really how they're feeling about their role. And when I, in this question, I kind of took it as how well they're engaging and like just their excitement really for what they're doing if they're feeling burnt out. So we do um, anonymous feedback surveys. We do them for our franchisees and their teams, and we encourage them to send them to the members. But we also am starting to do it here internally because, you know, some people have no problem saying like, hey, I'm drowning in work or, hey, I'm overwhelmed. And some people like myself will never say that. We just take on more and more. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, we get really sick because we don't sleep or whatever. So um, we, it is really hard to measure that. And especially as we grow, we don't always have face-to-face meetings with everyone here. Like we have a team of quite a few people here. Plus, you know, I'm not going to know necessarily based on an email, how everything's going, how much the franchisees in like say Wilmington or Texas or Michigan are really how they're feeling and how they're able to do their roles. And so making sure that we have open communication and feedback and really encouraging them to just let loose and let us hear it um, has been awesome. We Uh, The CEO here, Mary Bevins, and I were at a conference for franchises back um, a couple weeks ago at the end of September, and it was in Pennsylvania, and it was all these franchise chains there, and one of the best things that the speakers had said, like one of the best takeaways I had was that, you know, as you get into more of a leadership position, your job becomes more and more to just take it on the chin, and um, that one of the guys who owns like this huge, like very, very successful franchise chain of a bunch of different brands that said, some days my job is just to sit there and listen and get yelled at and get called names. And that's been, he said, I used to avoid those hard conversations, but I've realized that the more I hear it, it's better to hear it than to have someone have thoughts that I don't know about and I can't solve it. So it's been interesting. Well, those are really insightful comments and you've hit on so many good things in, in a really short amount of time. And uh, it is a challenge to measure engagement because you're dealing with a lot of different people and they're all individuals and they all respond differently. But I really appreciate your perspectives on how you can address engagement and boost that. So great comments. Question number three, based on your experience, Annie, what is one quality of a confident leader? I think finding the balance between um, being confident enough for your decisions that you can uh, listen to feedback and you're confident enough in yourself that if you make a wrong decision, you can own it. And, you know, you have no problem listening to your team when they're like, Hey, like that's a horrible idea or whatever it is. Um, but also finding the balance between hearing the feedback and not wavering on your decisions. Um, 
based off of just pushback. I think there's a difference between feedback and pushback. And early in my career, I didn't have a lot of confidence on some of that stuff. And so if someone pushed back on a decision, like say we had to cut hours or change something or ask someone to work weekends, I would confuse pushback with feedback. And so I would think, oh, like no one seems really happy about this as if, as if I think in my mind, my 20 year old naive, sweet mind, I thought that every time I made a decision, people would just like, I don't know, be so excited. Like there would just be a standing ovation. And a lot of times the decisions that need to be made are the ones that no one wants to hear or like budget cuts or whatever. Like those are the hard decisions that are the most crucial. So I think hearing feedback and really taking it into account and listening objectively and thinking, you know, playing devil's advocate and thinking about that, but, you know, just responding appropriately, but not necessarily backing down from your decision when it's just simply pushback or it's not a popular decision or vote. Oh, great responses. So a, a careful balance between those two ends of the spectrum, you might say. That's great. Yeah. Question number four, is there someone that you would like to recognize that has made an impact in your life? Yeah. So I was thinking about this the other day and this podcast came at perfect time. So we were just out doing a video shoot yesterday for one of our uh, kind of partner brands, sister brands that um, is another chain here in Utah. And we, then the person who helped coordinate that whole thing is Adrienne Hopes. She's our creative marketing manager here at Legends. And she is one of the most phenomenal people um, ever. She always calls me her mentor. And it's funny because I kind of think of it as the opposite way. So she grew up next to me. She was like our next door neighbor um, from when she was in middle school. And I always joked like the second you're old enough that I can legally hire you. And it's not like breaking laws. You're working for me. Like, I don't know what I'll be doing at that point. I just started a web development firm and I hadn't really decided if I was kind of winging it and I hadn't decided if that was what I was doing or what I was going to, you know, do. And I always just said the second you're 18, like, call me, I'm hiring you. That's it. Like dibs. You can't go anywhere else. Dibs, uh, like go to college. And then that's it. And, uh, anyway, she ended up being my executive assistant because I kind of was like, Hey, I have some extra budget. She was a senior in high school. It's like five years later. Um, and I would just give her random things and she was so incredible. So she is the reason she ended up having me join legends boxing as a member, um, doing the workouts. Same thing. I was like, Oh, I hate boxing, which apparently is my go-to sentence for anything. That's a good opportunity for me. Um, and yeah, so she, and she was like, trust me, Annie, you're so competitive. You should try it. And I was like, okay, like, cause I love you. I'll try it. Um, and obviously it ended up changing my life. I joined as a member and I was pregnant. I worked out like obsessively for like two years there. And, um, again, started working here in January of this year. So, because one, she's just a phenomenally talented person. She's not on the marketplace. So no one don't steal her, but <laughs> get assigned all the non-competes for her or whatever. But um, anyway, because she knows me so well and she had no problem being like, Hey, listen, I know you're my boss, but you have to work out here. You're like, you're going to love this. It changed my life and hers. So in fact, when I was brought on, um, there was like a company acquisition merger that was part of the deal. And I had said, I'm not signing anything unless Adrienne's part of this. Like, that's how big, like, I'm not doing anything unless she's coming and that's a, like a pinky promise. So she's just phenomenal. I love that. Thank you so much for recognizing her. I'm sure that will make her day to hear that. So good for you. Yeah. yeah. All right, Annie, our last question. Tell us about your first job. Um, my first job was uh, McDonald's and it was besides this job, probably like my second favorite job I've ever had. Um, really? Yeah. It's 
I love telling the story because people are like, oh, I'm so sorry. But <laughs> one, I was, it was, uh, so I graduated high school in 2010. So it was like 2008 or nine and the whole housing thing had just happened. And I didn't really notice, to be honest, because I was an oblivious high schooler, just phones head down and my phone texting all the time. But my mom was like, you can't go get a job. You have to go. Or she was like, it's going to be hard to get a job. You need to take time, make a resume. And I was like, no, mom, I'll just do what I want. And I was so set on just like winging it basically. And, uh, doing, finding a job with proving her wrong that I didn't need to like really research it and take my time, um, which still is not my strength. And so I walked into McDonald's one day and I speak fluent Spanish and they were, a lot of the kitchen staff spoke Spanish and the front desk person kind of knew and left English, but not that much. And so someone that was ordering was having a hard time. Um, anyway, the language barrier. So I just like jumped in and translated for him. And the guy, the manager walked over and was like, do you want a job here? And I was like, yeah, this is gonna be great. Like my mom's gonna be so upset. I'm so right. And I just kind of did it honestly, just to be a, a butt because I was a teenager, but I ended up working there for a year and a half and I loved it because I was able, I was so into work and a lot of people there weren't, they were like in their thirties and hated flipping burgers. And I thought it was just the best thing ever. So I actually used to, there was a few times that I got in trouble for skipping school to go work because I was like, oh, I have to go organize the sauce packets or make an order or clean or whatever. And I got like all the little shining stars on my employee record. Cause I just was like, this is the best thing ever. And anyway, <laughs> legends is definitely better, but I was just such a nerd and there was always endless amounts of work. And anyway, it was, yeah, I, it was my That's favorite impressive. job. Point. <laughs> that is really neat. I, I admire the fact that you went out and got that job and used a skill that you had right off the bat and were able to really help with that. I love that story. That's a great one. Thank you. Yeah. Well, Annie, we thank you so much for being on the pod. Oh, go ahead. Say that again. <laughs> I, was gonna say, I bring it up at every family reunion. I'm like, hey, mom, still didn't get a resume. Remember that? McDonald's? There you yeah. Go. <laughs> so, there you go. Buddy. Well, you know, that, that, there's nothing wrong with that. Having a little confidence yeah. there in what you've accomplished, you bet. Yeah. <laughs> well, Annie, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. How can people find you? Um, you can find me on LinkedIn. It's just Annie Davis. Um, and I think that my headline is like CMO of Legends Boxing and founder of Davis Designs, which is that web development firm I had. Um, or you can just go to legendsboxing.com. And if you fill out uh, the contact form, it'll get to me as well. So those are the Fantastic. two easiest ways. But yeah, LinkedIn, I'm on all the time. So very good. All right, Annie, thank you. This is Sean Richards with the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. For more ideas, go to teamengagementpodcast.com. Again, teamengagementpodcast.com. And we also invite you to subscribe or follow the YouTube channel or the podcast if you're listening to it on the audio version. Thanks so much for joining us today and have a great day.